0: Waking up in Sheffield, I look out the window and I see some pale blue patches of sky and some dark clouds, some orange clouds. Yeah, it's pretty dramatic out the window in front of me. If I look to the right-hand side and look out the other window, there's nothing dramatic. It just looks like a dull overcast day when it might rain. Anyway, I'm sort of tempted to do some breathing (laughs) and meditation because I have to... Get up very soon to go for a sound test. Gotta have the microphone up. See how if this if the sound system works properly because I'm on stage. At about, in about three hours. And we had a draw. Uh, a bit like casting lots. There are, I think, ten people who are competing in this impromptu speech competition today, and I drew the ace. So I go first. Yeah, The good thing is that I get to see, after I've finished, what everyone else is going to do. And uh, that, that's good. That's very good. Um, What else? Yeah, I um, have been up a bit late. Some of these competitors in the competition will only be arriving this morning for the first time. They'll have had lots of sleep. Oh dear, it is a little bit rude. I was always told as a child, don't yawn in somebody's face. So I've been immersed in this Toastmasters gathering conference in this hotel. I I don't know if I left the hotel at all yesterday. I doubt it. And before I came to the conference, a few people who had, well, two, I think, people who'd been to several conferences, said to me, Paul, you'll love it, and they said that I would find some new friends at conference. I was skeptical about the idea that I would get friendly with somebody who I didn't know anything about before at the the conference. I thought, look, I haven't got room, I've I've got plenty of people I feel very friendly towards and who I have very, you know, good friendly interaction and spend time with them. I've got time for any more, Um, and I was, in a way, I was wrong, because I have met two people who I fear I'll keep in touch with after this uh, conference, well, especially because I'm involved in organizing one in Cork next May. But I suspect the the friendly relationship will carry on beyond that. Who knows? Anyway, I've like here at bed. I think, to be truthful, i I'm, I'm thinking I must get up in a second. I hope you're keeping well. I haven't been listening to your audios over the last 24 48 hours and so I'm definitely missing some of your life as I put on my foundation for the day I'm thinking last night was an experience I will never forget my foundation for the day is a pair of black socks with yellow toes and yellow heels. And these will be, this. these are the foundation garments, which will carry me onto the stage and support me while I'm on the stage. and <laughs> And I'll be able to... Wiggle my toes in them after I come off the stage. Last night was remarkable because I was sitting next to a woman whose, whose life may have been changed by uh, what happened. Now, far be it from me to speculate with any authority about how last night will really affect her, but the District 71 Director for the year 2016 2017 was given the floor at the formal dinner and he had an opportunity to to make a number of awards and his name by the way is Michael Collins my goodness was he impressive as a speaker a damn good ad for Toastmasters if I ever saw it But anyway, this is not really about him. He awarded um, prizes. It's hard, seems inadequate. That's not really... But he gave awards. He made awards to people who he felt had made outstanding contributions during that year. And I didn't know who these people were, for the most part. And the... Uh, first uh, thing that was highly relevant to me, if you like, was that the podcast, or well, I call it a podcast, it's a radio program, um, goes out on the internet, called the Talk Show for Talkers, which I've recently started to become a, uh, what do you call it, a, um, uh, a, a, a presenter on. Um, that that uh, was awarded a special you know award for something like outstanding service and uh, it was fantastic to see Ted melanphy and Myra O'Brien walk up onto the onto the onto the dance floor if you like and be recognized and get a very nice award and that was uh, I you know I would have remember that for a long time. I am I, too, sm- too small bit a player to have been entitled to in fact d- to go on that stage myself but, but and anyway I only started being on that program this, uh, this year if you like. So, but then came the moment when the president, uh, the sorry the director um, w- was to make the main award which is Toastmaster of the Year. Now, to be called Toastmaster of the Year means that you have to be the person, the standout person among, I can't remember how many thousand, at the very least 5,000, but could well be more uh, Toastmasters in District 71. And anyway, to cut to the chase, sitting on my left-hand side or right beside me throughout the meal was Sharon O'Neill, who's my mentor, who's the president of Blarney Club, and I won't go on with all the accolades. I mean, she is quite one of the most extraordinarily impressive people I have met, and I would say in my whole life. I mean, she really is remarkable. Anyway, she got it she got the award as Toastmaster of the Year. And it was a shock, and a complete shock. She was completely overwhelmed, and, and she deserved every bit of it, and was recognized by the entire room as a very special person. So, to Sharon O'Neill, congratulations. I'll never forget you. Prunes. Oh. For breakfast, pears for breakfast, um, black currants for breakfast, melon for breakfast. I'm not sure what wheat based cereal all of this has been piled on top of. It's all a very black breakfast today got a cup of tea, which is going cold, and I must get a coffee in a minute. I'm sitting in the hotel restaurant. hotel is called the Royal Victoria Hotel, and it's owned by Holiday Inn Chain. And around me at other tables, I'm at a table by myself, but around me at other tables I see people who I can now recognize after spending two days of this Toastmasters conference, if you like, in their company and seeing many of them perform. In other words, take the microphone, take charge of the meeting, say things. One of the most amusing things about this conference me and, and attractively amusing things are the flat caps worn by the organizers as a way of making themselves um, m- most easily recognizable. The people from the Steel City, as it's called, Steel City 2017 team, have been wearing flat caps grey. I think maybe there might be one or two black ones. But anyway, they're uh, flat caps in the style of Andy Cap, that iconic English uh, character. This is the sound of breakfast. Because I was swallowing a mouthful of cereal. I would love an Americano. That would be lovely. Thank you it's ever like so much. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in a few minutes, I'm due in what effectively is the ballroom from last night. The ballroom from last night converted into a conference room for today. And I'm due to be... There's due to be a sound test. Oh, it's funny, but I have I've spoken with microphone in a, to a big group, a huge group, uh, before in my life. But I have never had these modern microphones, which, uh, you know, something sits on the back of your trousers attached to it, and, uh, and something sticks to the side of your face. So that will be fascinating, says he nervously. I feel I have a slight advantage going into this competition over the other people in the competition because I use anchor and I'm getting practice as I speak to you right now at impromptu speaking meaning that I'm communicating something that has a beginning which is an effort to attract the attention of an audience which attention i wish to sustain and nourish and build on throughout the 2 minutes of the the speech and i know this is a 5 minute platform anchor and i'm but i am doing it in you could say 2 minute segments within the 5 minutes And I'm practicing stringing a few sentences together in a coherent way. And uh, particularly importantly, in a conscious way, because I could sit at a breakfast table with people and engage in conversation, that would be very pleasant and would help wake me up. But making a piece of audio on Anchor is good practice for what is to come. Being mic'd up in the conference main hall where the speaking, impromptu speaking competition will be held was a delightful experience for two reasons. One was that I got to say good morning to the other competitors and have a bit of a laugh with them. And I guess we were all practicing our table topic muscles, because when you do a conversation with somebody, you don't have a planned speech, you just talk naturally. And we had a good laugh, uh, a number of us. Uh, I also got to go up onto the stage and uh, practice deep breathing, but also do a bit of messing around. I, I sang in my best voice the Queen of the Night aria from Mozart's opera, oh you're great, that's the arrival of a cup of coffee, I sang in my best voice which is um, uh, pretty uh, uh, reminiscent in my mind of Florence Foster Jenkins who recorded the Queen of the Night aria from the Zauberflüte. the uh, um, No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It. It uh, was it Zauberflüte? Oh God, I, I'm not awake. Um, yes, yes, the one that has. The the witch. Uh, I think she's on stage for about 17 minutes and makes one of the most dramatic 17 minutes. Uh, Queen of the night. Um, contributions to any opera. And my voice went. Uh, Anyway, that's about the level of ability to sing that soprano aria that I have and I did that partly to kind of practice the voice did a little snippet from Julius Caesar the noble the noble Brutus has told you that Caesar was ambitious. If that were so, it were a grievous fault and grievously had Caesar answered it. So I did that in a kind of a classical uh, Shakespearean actor declaiming voice just to see how loud that would be or what it would be like at the limits of the microphone. But anyway, that was about half an hour of fun. Then I came back into the conference room for second half of my breakfast, which is now a scrambled egg, three uh, halves of roasted tomato, and one uh, sausage. And it's now uh, half eight we started. It must now be about quarter past twenty past nine, and the competition starts at half past Ten, and that's life at this conference. Uh, wish me luck. I do hope that I'll be able to leave my smartphone on uh, in, the, in the in the room while I well while I make my speech. As soon as. Uh, I come off the stage, I know I'll be able to get my iPhone and record what other people have to say, but I just want to capture for better or worse what happens. Becoming a bright sunny day, so maybe it'll stay that way. Anyway, as I did I say this before? Please wish me luck. Well, I didn't win the impromptu speaking competition at Toastmasters here in Sheffield I uh, wasn't even placed and uh, but I made a speech uh, impromptu speech uh, which uh, lasted uh, I'll say in a second Um, I was very satisfied with the speech Uh, it felt uh, very meaningful to me and I felt that the Audience uh, in the room knew me a lot better uh, afterwards, and I felt I made a good stab at offering them a perspective they could find, they might find, or at least some of them might find useful. I was disqualified. Now, in Toastmasters competitions and everywhere else, a very high emphasis is put on timekeeping uh, even in the local club every speech and every segment of the meeting is timed and as a person whose specific job it is to notice and keep a record of all of the timings and they report to the meeting so for example if somebody is meant to speak for two minutes they are told at the end and the groom is told how long they did speak for and that is a very uh, strong and uh, valuable discipline in my book And uh, I'm, I respect it and love it now when you are disqualified in a final of a competition for speaking one second over the time my attitude which I had for my mother as a child was one second over time is one second one hundredth of a second is one hundredth of a second I should have been disqualified I deserve to be disqualified but the winner made what I felt was a stunning uh, speech the person who got second made a stunning speech and I placed the two of them first and second so I am delighted that I was able to judge, <laughs> sitting there in the room, uh, who, who was the best. Uh, and there were about 16 judges in the room. None of, I have no idea who the judges were, they're anonymous. But it, And I also had the great advantage of seeing and being present for all the other speakers. Uh, And I'm just nodding in friendly recognition of two people who I have, well, one of whom I effectively know very well in Cork. Um, So I'm feeling really, really pleased. And uh, I do have a recording which I will share, um, a bootleg copy of uh, my speech, which wouldn't have gone anywhere near winning, I think, anyway, for a variety of reasons. But it was, in my, you know, I leave very satisfied with it.